Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 27 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Nora Russo with Norganic Natural Airbrush Tanning in Connecticut. She shares a lot of great information about how her business was non-existent three years ago and how she now owns and operates a salon. Not only that, but she had never even had a spray tan before she started her business. But after a lot of work, hard work, consistency, training, and, and really having support from her family and her husband, she's been able to own and operate her own salon now in the Connecticut area, which has been a great adventure for her so far. So Nora, thank you so much for sharing that wonderful story with us. This interview is jam-packed with the great information about how she has become successful within the first three years of owning and operating her business. As always, the Happy Tans podcast is brought to you by Happy Tans, the first website builder specifically made for the spray tanning industry. With an easy drag and drop page builder, you can have your website up and running in a matter of minutes or hours. You don't need to worry about working on it for days, months, weeks, however long it could take. The website builder is easy to use. And not only that, we have top-notch support here to help you through that. In addition, we now have the OMG business training, which helps to teach you a lot of digital and, and regular marketing tactics to help you grow your business. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can find all that information and more at www.happytans.com. Again, that's www.happytans.com. Thanks and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Nora Russo from Norganic Tan in Broadbrook, Connecticut. How are you doing today, Nora? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day around the holiday season to, to share your your story, your information, insights, and, and everything else. No problem at all. I would like to open the floor for a second and let you kind of introduce yourself and a little bit about you, the background of you and your business, if, you, if you'd like. Yeah, no problem. Um, like you said, my name is Nora Russo, and I own Organic Tan in Broadbrook, Connecticut. Um, I've been in business for a little over three years now, and um, I first started out doing it in my home, and then it got a little too crazy um, having my husband and my kids leave the house every night or hide in the basement for when my clients came. So I um, did end up moving into a studio, which has been an awesome experience for the most part. Yeah, very cool. So the how long did you do the home studio before you moved to the... So I did it for about six or seven months. Um, well, when I first started, I didn't really know, like, what I was going to do with it. I had graduated college, um, and I had two small kids at home, and I was waitressing at night while my husband was working during the day. And I wanted to go back to school and just continue learning, but I didn't want to go and get a master's degree when I wasn't sure um, what I wanted to get into. So I just started researching um, something fun to look into. Mm -hmm. And I actually had never had a spray tan wow. before I looked into it. My sister had them all the time. She's much more fair skinned than I am. So, um, one time she actually came over with an awful spray tan. <laughs> so I just said, you know, I'm going to look into it. So I looked into it for months 
four or five months until I decided, you know what, I'm going to take a class um, up in Boston and then went from there. And so I just started doing friends and friends of friends, um, which I hear a lot that happens with a lot of people. You just kind of do it for fun and then keep doing friends of friends. Yeah, yeah, it turns into a business like that. But that's, uh, you're not actually the first person to say that you didn't have a spray tan or didn't spray tan before you got into the business. Yeah, Funny, because during the class that I took in Boston, they asked, who here has never had spray tan? I was the only one that raised my hand out of, like, 30 people. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> You're in the minority in that case. <laughs> yeah. Now I love it, obviously. But, um, yeah, I just had never gotten – I just had kids really young and just, sure. you know – when you have when you're busy in school and kids, you just don't really have time to go get your hair done, get spray tans. Yeah. Um, now I make time for all of that, of course. Sure, but. sure, yeah, definitely. Well, it's always interesting to hear the different stories about how people get into into this, and you know, some people come from backgrounds of working at a salon or something like that, and others, like you, don't have any experience at all, but just kind of find it and yeah, and my passion. I know business degree, my degree is in psychology. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, it worked out. Yeah, definitely. Well, good thing is you kind of learn from the school of the hard knocks, which is real life. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so on that note, uh, you know, I always like to touch on some, some good and bad moments in business because I like for people to see both ends of the spectrum. It's important to understand that with the good uh, comes bad things and with the bad comes good things. Obviously, hopefully the good things outweigh the bad. But, uh, you know, sometimes you have to go through the, the lower points in your career or business in order to get to where you want to go. So, if you don't mind sharing a couple moments, one, uh, you know, the worst moment you've had so far in your business, and then on the flip side of that, the, the best moment you've had so far in your business. Yeah, of course, and I also think that's very important because online you don't think people have any struggles with their business, but it's not true. Everyone has something. Sure. Um, so, yes, like I said, after six or seven months, I moved into a studio, and I was still waitressing at that time um, when I was doing both the tanning and the waitressing. So I was gone almost every night of the week. So I decided to quit the waitressing job and rent a room at a local salon in town. Um, and I realized quickly that it was a mistake. I did it too early. Um, I took on a rent that was too high. Um, I moved into a studio during slow season, but at the time I didn't know that was going to be a slow season. When you, when I first started in the business, I figured since I'm in Connecticut, the winters are pretty cold. So I thought, oh, the winters are going to be busy because everyone's not in the sun. They want a spray tan, but I was wrong. Um, you're covered up, you're cold. You don't really care if you have a tan at all. <laughs> um, there's less weddings, proms, um, showers, just less going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yes, I moved into a studio and um, quickly, after three, four months, thought I had to just quit this altogether. I was breaking even every week. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. But luckily, I, my husband, obviously, um, he's super supportive and he pushed me to not quit completely and um, found another space for me. We kept looking online, talking to other business owners. Found another space that wasn't as ideal. I didn't have a whole room to myself. It was more just like a little space in a salon, um, much less rent, um, closer to home. It just ended up, and that's actually where I'm at now. And um, I took over the lease about a couple months ago, so I actually own the whole salon now. Wow. So it was a blessing in disguise. But at first it was really hard because I had a nice, beautiful room at this other salon. 
and then moved into this just little space in a very outdated salon. Sure. Um, and then, but then I quickly realized my clients didn't care. They don't really care how beautiful <laughs> my face is as long as the tan is consistent, um, that they had privacy, you know, for the most part, everything was great. It didn't have to be beautiful. And I realized that quickly. Sure. Um, but now I'm remodeling the whole salon so that it is beautiful, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's did. after over three years of doing it. So, sure. you know, I can do that now. Yeah. I moved too quickly and I, and I, um, it was a good learning experience for sure. Right. So that's kind of both, that goes from the worst to the best moment altogether, right? In one, one scenario. <laughs> it really does. And, you know, I've had other little, you know, stupid moments sure. that were like, you know, um, in the beginning, you forgot to tan someone's feet or. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. Think but nothing awful, awful that I couldn't fix. Um, but yeah, and then but also with the best moments. So, yes, moving into the space was one of my best moments. And now that I'm taking over the whole space is great. Um, and then a little things like getting reviews, waking up to reviews in the morning or people emailing you or texting you and saying how much they love their tan or how it's made their day or week. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily I have moments like that every day, which is nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So for you, not only other than the support from your husband, what else was it that pushed you like not to, to quit in that moment when you, you know, obviously it was kind of like you stepped out too soon and it was too much to take on at that point. So, yeah, I don't really like, I hate quitting. I really do. And I'm a very, I'm a people pleaser. So I didn't want to like let down the clients I had already built up. Um, and I didn't, I knew I really wanted to do this. I really found a passion for it. I just, you know, when you, when you have, when it, if it was just myself, it would be fine. But I had my husband, my kids, I didn't, I didn't want them to struggle with, you know, like money and all of that. I'm like, I should just, I already have a degree. I should just go get a nine to five job, you know, right. everything will be easy. But, um, really it was my clients that had already built up that really pushed me to, you know, they're like, if you have to go back to your house, we'll come back to your house. Don't worry. <laughs> I didn't tell a lot of people, you know, just a couple, a few clients. Um, most of them obviously don't know. It's not something that you just tell everybody, but, um, it ended up working out, but yeah, it it took a lot of pushing from myself and my husband to keep it going, which I'm glad. Yeah, absolutely. It's typically something outside of yourself and, you know, like you said, the clients, your family, not wanting them to go without all those things, kind of external motivation to push you uh, to keep going. And that's in that situation where you could have easily just said, Oh, that was a good try, but it didn't work out. So, right. And it, it really, you look at other people that might try it and then just give up quickly and you can see why, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. It is. It is. And it's interesting speaking, you know, interviewing so many people and everyone has that, that situation where it's like, it's kind of against the odds or whatnot, or they're working obviously like a full-time job and have family and they're doing this, you know, burn the candle at both ends and, but they know what's, what's coming and what they want to achieve. So there always has to be that. And it can't just be a shot. Like the motivation can't be so shallow that you could easily quit on it. So right, that's exactly. Really, that's really important for people to find from the get go, I think. So, uh, and I have a, I have a free like 14 day, thing for people starting their business where it sends an email per day and the first day is mindset because that's the most important thing before you think about the business name or what products or what equipment all that's kind of trivial to the fact that you need to get in no that's smart every morning you try to read an inspirational quote i have a book that's actually um it just says get shit done and then every 
every day is a different quote and it, it really to get your mindset ready for the day. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely have to. That's, that's huge. So, um, did you, so when you moved from the first salon to the new one where you had a small room before you purchased it, did you have aspirations to get something bigger or to own that salon or was it just like, I'm going to do this for now and figure it out? I never, I never imagined owning an entire salon. This is a hair salon as well. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's small. It's a cute little salon. But, um, no, I never, I just thought I was just going to do it on the side. And, you know, when my kids went back to school, like, both kids were in school all day. I would do something different. Um, but, no, now I can't imagine doing anything else. And I'm super excited about the next adventure. But I'm going to have the hairstylist rent the chair, so I'm not necessarily – um, like running their business, That's good, yeah. uh, but it'll, it'll, it'll wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> it'll go good for sure. As long as you keep the, the right attitude and mindset, everything will be good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm positive. It will, it will be good. Yeah. It will be fine. Most definitely. So if we, if we rewind back to three years ago when you first started this, you know, never having a spray tan, never, you know, doing anything before you went up to Boston and had that training. Do you remember, uh, other than spraying family and friends, do you remember how you actually got your first paying customer or client? Um, I do. I do. So I don't remember if they were my first, but they were definitely in the beginning. I had a mother and daughter come. Um, they contacted me. They were going on vacation because I had I made a Facebook and an Instagram right when I started realizing that more people were interested. So they contacted me through Facebook. And so I had my husband and my kids leave <laughs> for a couple hours. Um, and they came. I tanned them. Everything went well. But And we said, you know, nice meeting you. Let me know how you like your tan. They left, and I never took their money. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you forgot to take their money? So, because it was in my mudroom at my house, and my husband, like, made it more of like a – it looked like a tanning room. And it we had, like, a curtain that separated – the kitchen from my mother. And so after we would tan, we would like go into the kitchen and chit chat and give them aftercare instructions. Mm-hmm. And you know, you become friends with your clients quickly and you just talking, you get distracted. And I'm like, okay, well have a great time on your vacation. They left and they never paid. <laughs> <laughs> They're still my clients now. They ended up paying me, you know, afterwards when we realized it. But um, my husband came home and was like, how'd it go? I'm like, great. Oh my God, I forgot to take their money. <laughs> that's good. That's a first. I've never heard that one, but that's it. So you got yeah. your first paying customers, but didn't actually By not get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. It get paid eventually, but well, when it was in my mother room of the house as well, like there was no waiting area. There's no, like, so that used to drive me crazy. If clients were early or late, they'd have to wait in their car in the driveway. Oh, yeah. That's or... One time I had a client knock on my neighbor's door and she actually knew my neighbor and she was like, he pretended that he was doing it. He said, oh yeah, come on in. That's funny. <laughs> so I've come a long way from the mudroom days. Yeah, that is that's definitely come a long way from that. And that's, uh, I think it's important to recognize the sacrifice and support from your husband and your family to like, Hey, yeah, we're going to, we're in on this too. Like we'll leave, we'll support you and do whatever you can. I think that's, that is always necessary for any entrepreneur that has a significant other. You have to have that support or else it's going to be very, even more 100%. challenging. That is 100% correct, yes, because I couldn't have done it if, you know, he owns his own business too. So when he gets, he 
would come home at a different time every day. Yeah. And then as soon as he'd get home, I'd say, okay, I got to leave <laughs> with the kids in tow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So what, what else has changed for you? Like on what you, obviously when you're operating a, a place in your house or, or something like that. And now that you have a full salon, what, how has it changed for you? Like on a daily or, or weekly basis, as far as what you do, like, are you doing more, uh, you know, administrative and overseeing stuff or, or how does, how does that work for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, much more. So I'm now paying bills, mm-hmm. um, for the salon, um, trying to get organized. I am actually hiring my first employee. She started this week, um, which is very nerve wracking and exciting at the same time. Yeah. Um, so she's actually coming in tonight to tan for the first time. Can me for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has changed. Also, I've learned to have to say no sometimes. Um, in the beginning, you're trying to get as many clients as you can. And, you know, you're still trying to do that. But um, I would go in on Sundays or on a Saturday evening or even as early as 7 a.m. if someone needed one. Yeah. So I have set hours. Um, I try not to answer emails or texts between those set hours as well. Um, you just become... You just, you come attached to the business and you, you can't, you just can't do that. Your home life is just as important as your business life. Right. Um, so that's been a huge change and it's been great. And my clients are all understanding. Nobody expects you to answer their texts at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I would, I used to do that. And it's not a quick response. It's like trying to figure out or answer questions. So sure. um, that has been a big change, a positive change. And then. Um, within the next couple of weeks, I'm adding online booking, which will also hopefully be a big change and helpful. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that definitely will. What system are you using, if you don't mind me asking? I was planning on using the Square app. Cool. Um, heard good things about it. Yeah, so I I hope that will make a big difference in my emails and my phone calls. Um, and, you know, people are still going to email and text and um, call, which is fine. But yeah. the clients that just know what they want and what time can just book it quickly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people overlook that aspect and there's, uh, you know, people talk to me when they're just starting out and I get it. They don't want a lot of expenses and things like that. That's fine. There's uh set more, which is a free one that, you know, it's some of it's limited, but it still does a really good job. And there's other systems out there, but I think a lot of people overlook that aspect of the, the online thing. And I've seen in other service-based businesses, the fact that having the ability for people to schedule things and not needing to reach out, not needing that extra step you want to reduce the friction as much as possible. So if I know I want to tan on that day at that time, I don't need to call you and text you and email you. I just need to click a couple of buttons and be done right. with it. <laughs> right. That's it's true. true. We all just want things quick and fast and and easy. And if they think about, think about getting a tan at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, they right. don't have to, you know, text me. They can just book it themselves. Yeah. And not only that, but also I think it helps to, it's going to alleviate, it's going to take time, save you time as well. And then somebody I was speaking to that uses uh, Vigaro, which is a popular one, said yeah, that, yeah, that. They said there's a ton of features built into that that nobody utilizes really. And it's like a lot of automation. So like sending out emails and reminders and things. And a lot of the systems have the reminders, but there's other things that you can set up to really automate steps that you otherwise might spend time like texting clients afterwards or something like that. So Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, setting up those systems will help. And I'm sure Square, they're obviously very popular, so they probably have some features like that. Yeah, Square has so many things that you just, like, I need, I'm still learning. I've been using it for 
I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. So, yeah, they have a lot of options, too. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. And I think it's important to, you know, pick this software and then invest the time, even if it's like a full day when you're off of learning that and figuring out what it can do. Because lots of times there's a lot more under the, you know, behind the, the curtain, so to speak, that you can do that'll save you a lot of time and a lot of headache. Yeah, that's one thing I need to improve in my business, learning things to make my life easier. <laughs> yep, definitely, definitely. We all do. We all do. So, And I, I can relate being uh, an entrepreneur and running multiple businesses and the fact that all the time, you know, emails and texts and messages and calls and, you know, my wife and I definitely talk about that. And I'm working on it, too. It's hard to, to separate, but it's necessary in order to keep the boundaries and things. And you kind of condition your clients, uh, so to right. speak, in the fact if you answer at night, then they're going to expect it. But if you don't or, you know, have an automated message that says, hey, we're not in the office, we'll get back to you. Then right. They, and they, they do they, understand. Yeah. Yeah. And in 99.9 percent of the time, it's been fine. You know, of course, there's sometimes depends, right. on, depends on your industry. But, yeah, sometimes they actually need something. But other than that, for the most part, it's perfectly fine. So. Right. Definitely, definitely. So out of everything that you did to grow your business from three years ago, from working out of the mud room and having your clients go to the wrong door and all that fun <laughs> stuff and not getting paid on top of that, <laughs> what what have you done well that has been the most uh, beneficial or helped to grow the business the most? Um, I think it's just being consistent. Um, well, being consistent with solutions and technique. And then also I – after each client leaves every day, I have a notes um, section on each client in my in their profile, um, which is all um, online. And I leave what color I did on them, the date, if I did anything different, if I did two two times on certain areas, or if they, some people don't like to get their face done, or, or like to get their face done twice, or things like that. So keeping notes and being consistent with the notes, so that. Each time that they come, there's no there's no surprises. Um, also, after um, the next day, every morning, I uh, try to email each client asking how they – I don't really necessarily say, how do you like your tan? It's more, it was so nice seeing you last night. Hope you're loving your tan and have fun at whatever they're doing. Um, just to keep in touch. And then with new clients or people that were super nervous – um, I try to also contact them a week later and see how their tan was fading, if there was any issues, so that we can work on it from there. Or maybe they were using a moisturizer that didn't work correctly with it or um, didn't exfoliate as much. I really think that has been a huge um, gain in my business just because people really like that contact and that I really care. Yeah. And what do you use to take notes? Um, so that's also on the Square app. So okay. I have a client list um, of each client, and then there's a note section underneath the client name. And then I – so I write, like, whatever the date is, 12-14, and then whatever we did. Mm. And, like, I'll have, like, five dates under it and then start to delete them if the time – you know, if there's too many. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And something cool with a lot of the systems, like once you do the online booking, you'll even – it depends on how you want to do it and – you can automate. There's a lot of things you can trigger. Hey, you know, 24 hours after their appointment, send them this email that says, Hey, yeah, so -and -so that's exactly what I need to learn to yeah. save me time. And yep. some people say, I don't want it to be, I want it. It's less personal and so on and so forth. But a lot of the software has evolved so much that it's, you can insert their name everywhere and it's no different. Like you just act like you're talking to them and just switch out the names based on obviously a day right. for you. So, 
Right, and there's so many clients. You can't always text or email every, yeah, no. Like, during the busy season, I do admit I can't do it with everybody. Sure. Um, But I try, especially for the new clients. Yeah, yeah, that's important, too. And it'd be interesting to see, like, a system like that, if it could – if you could set up to say if this is their first appointment, first also send email. them this, yeah, this email. They need to get on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there's a lot of things <laughs> that can be done. There's a, there's a lot of things for sure. So for you, um, what, what type of equipment and solution do you use? Okay, so I use the Minimus and always have. Um, I have a few machines just because um, I bought a new one when I moved into the studio, so I have a few just in case. There were an issue, but I've never had an issue with the Mini Mist. Yeah, it's a great machine. Uh, it is. It's lightweight. Um, I used to do a little bit of mobile, too, so it was great um, and easy to clean. It is really loud, but they're all loud, so it doesn't really make a difference. I think so, too. Yeah, some people say <laughs> quiet. I'm like, there's no such thing. No, it's so loud. You just have to learn to scream to your client. <laughs> Um, for the gun, I actually use the T6000 plastic gun, I think it's called, yep. um, which, again, I've tried a couple other guns, um, and I always go back to this one. It's also really easy to clean and lightweight, um, does a really consistent tan, and I do have you know some issues with it sometimes, but I send it back, they send me a new one, and I have about four or five of them, though. Mm-hmm. But you always get attached to like one certain gun. Yeah, you do. You do. You're not the only one. I have a, a good friend uh, Kelly that was on the first, very first podcast of the episode, and she's been doing it for over ten years. And she's tried the the you know the T5020, which is the stainless steel, but she loves the plastic one. And everybody, you know, that's why sometimes I dislike the questions or the way people ask and answer questions on forums and stuff like that because it's like, what is the best? I'm like, it just depends on what's best for you. <laughs> it's kind of a right. hard question. Yeah, so ask. true. And, like, I'll see other business owners using the stainless steel ones or whatever. I'm like, oh, I need to try that. And then, you know, I just – the plastic gun was the first gun I used, and that's the one I'm going to stick to. It's just – yeah, I like it. Once you perfect it. Job. If it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly true. Um, and then extraction fan, I have, uh, the vortex fan, uh-huh. um, which again is really loud and it does the job, but my husband actually just built in a ceiling extraction unit and it shoots the excess spray outside for me, oh, cool. which has been an amazing help. So is that um, a really powerful, like something you'd have in like a, a restroom almost like a fan? Yeah, cool. it really is. So he just, he does that, he does heating and air conditioning for business, so he's pretty handy, oh, yeah. but, um... Yeah, it's been a huge help. So if anyone has the opportunity to do that, I recommend it. Yeah, I've, I've heard some other people doing something like that as well. Yeah, I was going to get one of the big units, but this has been working out just fine. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then for solutions, I use a couple different solutions, but right now I'm really loving the blush tan solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are my clients. Um, Christina from Blush is amazing to work with. Um it's just a really great company, and she just came out with some new skincare lines, um, which I've also got, and clients are loving that as well. Yeah, I've heard, obviously, Amanda talked about her, too, so I've heard a lot of good things about Christina and Blush. I'll need to definitely meet her. Yes, for sure. She uh, she would be great on here. Awesome, awesome. And uh, you said you did talk about certification. You said you went up to Boston. I know Aviva, I think, is up there. Was it Aviva? Yep. So I went up to Boston. Um, Boston's only about an hour and a half away from me in Connecticut. 
So I went up there and um, actually Christina from Blush was there. Um, and then a small little story, she was asking where everyone was from. And I told her I was from Enfield, Connecticut, and then ended up being that I went to high school with her husband. Oh, wow. So then uh, a few months after I took the class, I just felt a little lost. Like I still had questions, um, just had nowhere to turn to for like a, a mentor, I guess you would say. Uh -huh. So I actually contacted Christina through Facebook and said, if, if I ever had any questions, would you mind, um, you know, if I shot you an email or texted you? And she was answered right away. Yeah, no problem. If you wanted to come down here for another training, um, I, that would be no problem. So I've actually gone down there a few times before I decided, um, before she came out with her um, blush tan like concept studio mm -hmm. um, program. So yeah, she's been a huge help to my business. Yeah, and that's important to have a mentor and somebody that uh, that you kind of work to to become like them. Um, I had an interview with uh, Katie Quinn, and it hasn't come out yet, but she talked a lot about that. Uh, it talked about you know you want to find people that you uh, you know being around all the people that are the same level as you or level. I use that lightly, but you know that you're only going to grow as much as that those people. So you need to get somebody kind of that that's a little bit ahead of you to pull you towards that direction. No, that that's true. Yeah. Just like with the ASTP, they're also they have the great Facebook groups yep. um, to answer any questions. Um, and then again, the the Vegas trip will be a huge uh, bonus too. Yeah, I've heard great things about that. Yeah. What Shauna and all them are doing. So yeah, that, that that's good to keep in mind. And not not by any means saying that you shouldn't have friends that are in a similar situation, but it's always good to you know you're gonna you're ultimately gonna you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. I truly believe that quote is is so true. So whoever you surround yourself with is kind of who you become. So. No, that is true. Very important. Very important. Awesome, Nora. Well. I really appreciate your time and, and all the information you've shared. It's a cool story how you went from not even knowing or having a spray tan before to, to almost giving up on it, but not, you know, not letting that uh, sidetrack what you wanted to do. And obviously the support from your family and your husband and everything was, was essential to that and kind of keeping the, the goal uh, out there for you to, to own your own business and then ultimately have the salon there. So thank you so much for spending the time with us. And the last question I always like to ask is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out uh, three years ago, what would you say? Um, I would just say, don't be scared. Keep working hard and things will fall into place. Being scared is just, it could be a make it or break it. Just try it and then keep working hard and it will work out. If you stop working hard, things are going to fail. Right. That's a very good point, and the the being scared thing. A lot of people get caught up in that, and then, you know, you'll read a lot. And anybody that does anything that's worthwhile, it's kind of stepping outside their comfort zone, and they're kind of scared in that moment. But they always say, even if it fails, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Everything's going to be okay. Like it's exactly. test it, test it. I, you know, um, imperfect action trumps perfect inaction, right? So if you try to perfect everything and wait for it, it's never going to happen. But just do it. If you stumble, you fix it or just go on to the next and you And you are going to stumble. There's going to be some stumbles, but just keep doing it. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much, Nora. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing your insights and information. If anybody has any questions for you, what's the best way to contact you? I'll, I'll link to your website as well. By the way, I love the name of your business. That's really thoughtful. <laughs> 
kind of started out as a little bit of a joke and then it just stuck. But <laughs> I like it. It's unique. Everybody's like, what name should I use? And everybody's like, bronze this and bronze that. I'm like, yeah. come up with something unique. <laughs> My sister actually was like, just call it an organic. It's like your name mix. And I'm like, no. And it's stuck. Um, so, yes, you can contact me through Instagram, which is um, at Norganic Tanning, or my email, which is Nora at NorganicTan.com. Awesome. Nora, thank you so much again on behalf of me and the entire Happy Tans community for taking time out of your day here around the busy holiday season to, to share your story and insight with us. I really appreciate you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.